Hey guys, it's Whitney, and welcome back to another episode of Spastic Chatter. Spastic Chatter is a platform meant to feature those in the cerebral palsy community, and I get together weekly with individuals with CP, like myself, to have an uncensored chat, if you will, about what it's like living with this type of disability. And for this week, I have one, and I came across his story from uh, Jamie at Sarah, at Sarah Pauly Sunrise. She did an interview on him, and I watched the interview, and I thought he was a pretty awesome person, so I wanted to have him on Spastic Chatter. He is a published writer, published author with a cerebral palsy, but I'll let Juan introduce himself and then we'll get on to the conversation. Hello everybody, it's a pleasure uh, being here with you today. Uh, like Winnie said, I am a published author. I uh, started with um, self-publishing and now I have a book deal with Stratton Press and my new book will be out in uh, 2021. That's awesome, and we're gonna we're gonna get into that because that's kind of that's kind of a big deal to get to get picked up by a by a publishing company. So, but before we do into that, I want to start from the basics. What got you and what got you into writing? Well, I um. I always loved telling stories, even before I could read. I couldn't read until the age of 11. So what I would do was I would tell stories to myself, to entertain myself. Because I, because of my cerebral palsy, you know, I had an overprotective mother. Yeah. And so I wasn't allowed to go outside. So... I would tell stories to myself. I would make up stories in my head. And then later when I taught myself how to read at age 11, I just became infatuated with, with books. I could be, I could be anything in books. I no longer could be disabled in books. I was in one book, I could be a knight in 1248. In another book, I can be some great lover and, and not even have to worry about being in a wheelchair. So reading was a great escape for me. That's and so awesome. I loved it ever since. That's awesome. So so I can, I can kind of relate because I, I grew up and I, I love to, I love to read and I, Actually, I'm I'm a writer myself, and I love to write. So, um, and you said that you said that you like to tell your stories where you're like where you could be wherever you wanted to be, and um, I like writing because because um, unless I tell the person that I have cerebral palsy, they don't they don't or they know me personally. The person reading what I'm writing doesn't know that I have a disability. Like so, so that's one way to like get my voice heard. It's like, you know, you know what I mean. Like, to, for someone, for someone to like take me seriously, that in a way, 
in some ways they wouldn't take you seriously because of your disability. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so what was your, you, you mentioned that you did uh, self-publishing. What, what, what was, what was your, what was your first, what was your first book that you, that you wrote? My first book that I wrote was a poetry book in 2011. I was uh, 26 years old. It was called Poets Talk. And in there, I had poetry that was written a long, long time ago uh, from when I was like 12, 14 years old. But that book didn't go nowhere. Um, that book was actually stolen from me uh, by the uh, publisher, which I will not mention because I don't want to tarnish his name. He's on to different things. But uh, I don't want to tarnish his name. So um, that was a bust. Um, later, I went with another self-publishing group and um, I published this book called To the War and I wanted to tell a story about uh, a physically disabled man like myself who falls in love with an able-bodied woman uh, that doesn't have to be the problem. Um, people, people that didn't, people that know me didn't like that story that, that much because they have this, uh, how do, how do you say this squeaky clean image of me? <laughs> and I was, I had to just say in that book, I got sexually explicit. Yeah. And People couldn't imagine a disabled man, you know, having sexual intercourse. With yeah, exactly. So you kind of broke the mold. You kind of broke the mold with that book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was pretty fun to get the reactions from people, you know. And of course, you get the ignorant people that just, oh, could you guys really do that? I'm, yeah yeah <laughs> of course so what's your so you don't you don't just write about disability so i i, I like that i like that from what i from what i got from jamie's interview you you don't just section yourself off as a disability writer you write about a lot of things correct it's right. not disability so I, I i like that what what's your favorite genre to write my favorite genre to write is I like the uh, street novels, uh, you know, writing about, you know, drug dealers and things like that. that yeah. means, even though I have no dealings with drug dealers. Okay, what got me started in this genre, I'm a huge fan of, uh, you know, gangster movies like Scarface. Yeah and you know godfather and uh, you know i i didn't grow up in a squeaky clean neighborhood so you know i um 
sometimes, you know, you get to, you know, run in with certain people at school and and then you learn about who they are and then that interests me, but not in a way to get involved with what they do. Yeah. But, you know, just, just to show their human side. Exactly. I, I like that. So, so you kind of, you, you kind of used your surroundings as a, as a, the, as an influence for your writing. Not, not so much if I'm, if I'm correct, like you didn't get into like the nitty gritty stuff, but like you got to influence your, you got to influence your creativity. Yeah. Right. To write the book. I like, I like that. So tell me about, uh, your 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 po your most recent uh a book got picked up by a by a well-known publisher what publisher is that Stratton press they're they're an imprint of uh diamond and chester um in my last interview um i had trouble answering that because i it skipped my it skipped my mind. Um, yeah, yeah, but they it's an imprint of si Simon and Chester, and they picked it up, and it it was really um, published by a small publishing company named Conglomerate Inc. and they picked it up, and it got some good reviews and I got a call from this you know publishing company Stratton Press they said they were interested in rebranding the the book and so pulling me back became tales for a tale from West Side Wilmington. Yeah. And that's how it, you know, that's how I got the deal. And there, I, I don't want to get anybody's hopes up, but there are talks cross, I think is there are talks of a Netflix deal. Uh, this, this book. So, that's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's very cool. So, what is your what is your process for writing? Do you use you do you use your laptop to write and? Well, what's it's funny you should say that. I have a desktop computer. I actually, where I'm talking to you right now, that's, this is the actual computer that I use. So I don't have any voice, um, you know, any voice decoder like Dragon. Or anything like that. Yeah. Because with our Sharuba Posse, our voice is a rat. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't understand. It doesn't understand half the time. For yeah. our. Yeah. Yeah. So our voices are very erratic. It goes high and it goes low. It goes all over the place. So what I do is I type my one index finger. Yeah. Yeah. So how long? How long? So. So for for those for those uh, watching and listening, how how long do you think it takes you to write a chapter of your book? 
to write a single chapter. Well, it depends because some chapters can be short and some chapters can be long. Yeah. I like to um, have 10 pages a chapter. Mm -hmm. At the most, 15 a chapter. Yeah. So that would take me like about, if I'm really, really determined. Yeah. That'll take me the whole day. The whole day. And so, to write ten to write ten to fifteen pages? I'll tell I'll tell you the truth. I would have to get up at let's say seven in the morning and I will end up writing all day until seven at night. So basically it's like a Little full time job for me. Yeah, but the, but if you if you think about it, because you're only writing with your index finger, that's a, that's pretty that's pretty that's pretty fast for just your for all, for a whole to write a whole chapter with just your index finger. It only takes a day. That's that's pretty like that that's uh, that's a pretty good skill. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So um. No problem. Uh, so when you got the, when you got this uh, when you when you got this deal, what 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 was your first initial thought when they when they called you? You might have already answered it. I don't I don't really I don't I think you answered it, but I don't know. You can no. answer it again. I, I didn't answer, but I, you know. My first initial thought you're gonna laugh at this. I thought, are these scammers? Yeah. Because um, I myself, this might sound a bit weird. I myself, as a writer, I consider myself an artist. And yeah, totally. Never considered himself, you know, perfect at what he does. He will, always, he will always find flaws in whatever he does. No matter how much people praise him, he will always find flaws. Mm -hmm. so, me, personally, um, pulling me, I didn't like pulling me back, to be honest, personally, my, my opinion. And people look at me weird when I say this. Um, but you know, people who have read the book say they love it. They love the main character. And I'm very, you know, I'm very thankful for their feedback and their opinion. Yeah. But, you know, um, like I said, I, I don't like my own books. I, as a matter of fact, I cringe. Whenever I read from my own work, really? Yeah, like um, it's funny because I have, I have a friend. His name is uh, Patrick, and I've known him since high school. And whenever he wants to, you know, bug me, he'll he'll read from <laughs> books, and then That's I'm like. Funny. What the hell up, dude? I don't yeah, know. that's funny. That's funny. Um, 
so so it's the book that you the book that you're uh, thinking that that you Simon and Schuster is publishing is it Sarah Walter related or or is it just a it's just a it's just a book you wrote. Well, there is a character. There's one character that has TV. Oh, cool! In there, but he comes later in the book. Cool. So he's so he's not the he's not the focal point or the the focal care like the main character. He just like comes later in the book. Well, I hope I'm not giving away too much. Of this. That's just no. Uh, I don't want to give a. That's it gives away. It's a, you don't have to talk about it. No spoilers. No, no, no. I, I'll tell you this. Let's just say he's the reason why. I'll leave it up there. He's yeah. the reason why. Cool. I like how. I like how. Um. I like. I. I like what you're describing because it seems. It seems like. It seems like uh you're representing cerebral palsy, but it's not like. It's not like the whole premise of your book like you're you're putting other parts in there you know what i mean yeah like my idea is to with books is to give people you know make people of cerebral palsy active members in the world you know where they well, basically, I'm trying to normalize cerebral palsy. Yeah, that's very, that's very, that's very cool. Like you're not what, what, what I'm trying to get at is like you're not, you're not trying to, you're not trying to like be like this um, inspiration point, as they call it, like making them like, you know what I mean, making it the focal point of the of the book. Like you're just you're make, you're trying to make it seem like they're just like average. Like normal people, and you know, you you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, and also, you know, I I also, you know, with my stories, I want to, you know, I don't want shock value, but people will get shock value because uh, a person with disabilities doing something that a normal person can, and I hate using the term normal person. Yeah. You know, yeah, I know. Like, I kind of, I kind of, I have to think about like the terms I use, and then I'm like, well, hell, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, what, I don't know what to say, how to say it any other way, so I'm just gonna say it. So, so, you're, yeah, so, yeah, this passing, this podcast is all about being real, and we're we're being real right now. So, so, you know, and. I wrote a story. It's in uh, it's an anthology with other writers who I admire dearly. By the way, um, they're some of the best writers in the world. To me. Um, it's part of this anthology called "Off with um, His Head," and it's a Valentine's anthology. And there's a story called The Safe Guy. The narrator is this individual with cerebral palsy. And his main focus is that he's in college and he's sleeping with 
um, his best friend's uh, date. He sleeps with every single one of them. Yeah. And then he he brings them to such ecstasy that, that they end up leaving his able-bodied friend. And like he's he's called the safe guy, you know. That's that's the title. But in, in the book, he's a real asshole. He's arrogant. He, you know, he's cocky, and yeah. you know. It's... Yeah, I like I like I like what I'm hearing with all your stories because it's like it's like you're in it for the shock value. Like that's like that's like totally something I. Um, I like and enjoy like you're not you know like you're not playing you're not playing it safe when it comes to like like uh, I um I you're gonna laugh at this I even have um a scene in there where I describe a a strange way of oral sex but which shocked a lot of people really because you're like. Because they don't expect a person with a cereal palsy to write that kind of stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, so what is, um, for somebody that reads your book, what is one, what is one takeaway they want, that you, you want them to have as you, for you as an author? Like, does that make sense? For me as an author, I, I, I want, people do not do not look at me not look at my physical face look at my my work as a human as a human being yeah. um, I think I had told this to Jamie in our interview um my ninth grade teacher my ninth grade English teacher asked me why I love writing so much. And I said, because when I write, people are able to read when I write and they don't see a disabled person, they just see a human being. Exactly. That's very, that's very true. So at the end of of every episode, I always ask my guests if they have any advice uh, for people in similar situations or for anyone watching right now. So Juan, do you have any advice for people? Just to, you know, the worst, I'll say this, the worst prison that anybody is the mind. Because once you let your mind become a prison, you can't do shit. Yeah, exactly. if If you let yourself, you know, if you think of yourself as a disabled person, then you will be a disabled person. But if you if you if you think of yourself as this, you know, regular man with emotions, regular female with emotions that can communicate with others, then you have no problem. People that will radiate, and people will come to you because they will like your personality, you know? Yeah. Don't let your mind become the present. I can totally, 
agree with that and relate to that statement. So Juan, where can people follow you on social media? Uh, right now I have both the Twitter and the Facebook. However, I don't use my Twitter that often. I haven't been on my Twitter since 2017. Oh man. So um, if they want to follow your journey, can they reach out to you on Facebook? Sure can. I'll, I'll send her, you know, friend request. Cool. Cool. Well, thank you, Juan, for being a guest on Spastic Chatter. I really enjoyed talking with you. And for those of you watching, if you want to be a guest, there's always a link in this description or you can comment on this video wherever you see it. Um, and until next week, or talk back next week for another episode of Spastic Chatter. Thanks. Bye.